So we are continuing the series called The Heart of Christmas because it's December and people talk about Christmas stuff. But as I said with the Thanksgiving series that we did, the November series that we did, too often in the church we look at this time of year as, oh, this is when people are more likely to come to church because of their spirit, blah, blah, blah. But it's because most of the time Christians act more like Christians this time of year. Like when Christmas is coming up, we actually are more generous and kind and hopeful and all of these things we're supposed to be all year. And so I want to talk about what that means. Last week I went from John 1, which is, uh, it talks about Jesus being eternal. And we often think of Jesus when he was born in the manger, which we'll talk about today, as the first time he existed. He existed before that. But the sacrifice that he made originally was he went from being completely omnipotent and omniscient and all of these things to being human. Uh, now, he also was fully God, but he came to be as a baby and to go through everything we went through so that we would have somebody to to understand, to to see, to emulate, to all of these things. And so this week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the the birth, but we're going to talk from Joseph's perspective first, and then next week we'll hit more of it. And so Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. So most of the time in church and when we talk about the Christmas story, we talk about the one in Luke, which is about Mary. And it's about her being visited and about her joy and her fear and all of these different things. And that's good. And that's important because she made a huge sacrifice because she went through a lot of things to... to uh, accept this role, to accept this, because people treated her like garbage, I'm sure, and they talked about her, and hardly anybody believed her. But but, uh, but we're going to talk about that next week. I want to talk today about Joseph and what he was going through, because it says here at the end of what I just read that he was going to break the engagement. Most of the time we picture this as like a fairy tale. We're like, oh, Mary got visited by an angel and was told that she was going to have a baby, and Joseph got told, and so they all went to Nazareth for the census, and they all had a good time. But Joseph did not necessarily believe her at first. He didn't think she was a liar either, and that's kind of tough, but uh, he, he's like, She's pregnant, and it's impossible for her to be pregnant unless she cheated on me because he knew he hadn't done anything. And yet, he still was going to be a good guy. He still was going to do the right thing in his term, which was to break it privately so that she wouldn't be embarrassed, so she wouldn't be shamed. He was going to keep everything private, but he was going to walk away. And we forget that sometimes, that he also made a sacrifice. Now, Mary obviously had the bigger deal, and she's the one that was... Uh, made fun of and mocked and all of these things. But Joseph, too, had to make a leap of faith. He had to believe her. He had to believe in what was happening. He had to understand that other people were going to talk bad about him. Uh, he had to understand that this was going to be him basically raising someone else's kid. Uh, even though he would think of him as a son, it's like a very different thing. And so he had all of these things going on, and so he decided to break it. Uh, and again, he was going to do it quietly and privately so that she could still find someone else, so he would not have to shame her. But it was still the start of the Christmas story. Um, and again, most of the time we talk about the heart of the Christmas story and where it actually happened, the birth and the no room at the end and all of these things. And that's awesome and it's a good part of the story and it's important. But it's also important to know that both Joseph and Mary were real people. And if someone came to any of us and said, uh, if an angel came to any of us and said, hey, you're going to marry this lady who is pregnant and I promise you that she's a virgin and it's God's baby, like, we're all going to be like, uh, hold on a second, now, how does this work? And it's a crazy situation, but he trusted God. And so we're going to the next part where he actually gets the message. 
Um, as he considered this, breaking the engagement, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fill fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So that's from Isaiah. That's from the Old Testament where they talk a lot about what's going to happen. And Joseph and Mary knew these things because they knew scripture and they cared about scripture. Uh, Mary probably knew a lot of scripture because eventually she was kind of a disciple and she started working with the church as after Jesus went to heaven and all of these things. But the angel came to Joseph. Now, most of us, most people would be like, oh, well, obviously he believes then. Uh, a lot of people who didn't have a strong faith, a lot of people who didn't want to do what God told them to do, would be able to justify, well, I just had indigestion. Like, you know, I had some bad shrimp, and so I really, that's oh, a bad choice because Jewish people didn't eat shrimp. I had some bad tacos, and so uh, I, I, I just, it was probably a dream or a bad dream, or man, I must have imagined this. Like, you can easily justify a dream when an angel tells you something as not being real. And yet Joseph believed in her. And so even though he didn't know how it was happening, he believed in her and he believed in God and he trusted the faith. And so he may have been like, why me? Like, how in the world is this going to happen? What are people going to say? People are going to make fun of Jesus. People are going to make fun of me. People are going to make fun of Mary. How am I going to support them? What am I going to do? Am I going to have any role? Like all of these thoughts went through his head. And again, next week, We'll talk a little bit about Mary, which is, again, what we mostly talk about. But Joseph, too, was just a person. And we sometimes get called to do things that we don't think we can do. Like, how could I possibly be kind to this person? How could I possibly make a difference in someone's life? How could I possibly uh, be a Christian in high school, in college, and whatever? How could I possibly live a life for God? Uh, It's so hard. It's impossible. The world is so different. Joseph went through all of these things too. Mary went through all of these things too. The disciples went through all of these things too. Like all of the people in the Bible are just people. And so this is a major moment and it's an important moment and it's a crazy moment. And we're going to go to the end scripture here. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born and Joseph named him Jesus. So again, this was to establish that she was a virgin, to establish that it was a miracle, to establish that he's going to be the Messiah. And it is absolutely about Jesus. And it is about why he came and who he came for and how he came. Because he could have came to rich people, uh, an emperor and his wife, or a king and his wife, or a soldier and his wife, or an actor and his wife, or something that was well known. And he could have came to those people. And then everybody would have been like tuned in to watch the birth, not on TV because they didn't exist yet, but to the news and to everything else that was happening and listening to the word and like, hey, this is crazy. This person had them and and I don't know that I believe it, but they're so influential. Um, Now we kind of believe everything we see on TV. People believe the internet. People believe celebrities. They believe politicians. Even though we all are kind of like, oh, nobody tells the truth, we still kind of end up believing whoever it is we like. And so that's how it would have been then too. But God didn't want it to be like that. And so he sent Jesus not to a rich family, not to a famous family, not to a powerful family, (coughs) but to a poor family that had basically nothing. Because if he had come to uh, this powerful, strong, uh, athletic, like superstar guy, like if it had been young Joe Burrow, then we're going to be like, oh man, he's really cool and like he's athletic, but I could never be him. Some of us would be like, maybe I could be him, but I could never fully be him. So how am I going to, to, 
<coughs> excuse me, understand what he's going through. And so he came to Joseph, who was not like that. Joseph is just a guy. Like, he's just a Jewish guy who's doing his best, and he doesn't know what to do, and he doesn't know if he's making the right choice or if he's doing the right thing. And he could have came to, like, a, a, a beautiful supermodel or somebody who's super powerful. But he came to Mary because she had faith. She had strong faith. And even though she was like, what, are you serious? Like, you're talking to me? <coughs> Sorry, I have something in my throat. Are you serious? You're talking to me? She's like, I love you so much, God. I, I can do this. It's going to be hard, and I'm scared. And she went to her cousin, and she was scared, and she was freaking out. But she still loved him and trusted him. And he could have came, again, to a rich family, so he would have been this powerful baby with gold all over the place. And any time he talked, kind of like Moses. Like, Moses was the son of normal people, but he was raised by the Pharaoh's daughter, and so he had a lot of influence. And so people were like, oh, it's Moses. Like, he's important. Jesus could have come like that. But ultimately, people have been like, ah, yeah, but he doesn't understand what I go through. Like, he doesn't have to pay taxes. Like, he's in charge. Like, he doesn't have to do the stuff I do. He doesn't have to work every day. So he came to poor people so that we could be like, oh, man, Jesus struggled. Like, his family struggled. Like, they were on the run. They were scared. They were, they were uh, afraid. They didn't know if it was the right thing. They had questions. They had temptations. They had worries. They didn't know whether they should trust each other. And, and then he came. And he came in this common setting. And he was just born. And... and, and he, he, didn't, he was just a baby. Like, I can understand that. I can relate to that. And so that's why he came in this way. And that's why he chose Joseph. And that's why he chose Mary. Because again, we always, the way we tell the story, it's like a foregone conclusion that once the angel visits Joseph and Mary, that everything goes smoothly from there. But so many people throughout time have been told by God in whatever way, like, hey, you should do this. And like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to do my own thing. And Joseph could have done that. Mary, it would have been a little more difficult, but I'm sure she could have gotten out of the deal if she really pushed and turned away and all of these things. But regardless, they trusted in God. Like, they trusted in God more so than they trusted in themselves. Again, this time of year is about that heart and about that spirit and about that sacrifice and about them and about Jesus and about all of these things, but it's not just this time of the year. I don't really care about this time of the year. I'm not a huge fan of this time of the year, but it's partially because we don't do it the other 11 months and we can do it the other 11 months. I'm not saying that from January to November, you tell the Christmas story and you read it every day. You can if you want, that's cool. But I'm saying that element of sacrifice and those um, words that we use for Advent of peace, joy, hope, and love, like that's not just a December thing. That's a Christian thing, and that's how we should live, and that's how we should do. And Jesus came not to be like a Christmas present and not to be the greatest gift ever, but to be an example year-round of how he lived and how Mary and Joseph lived and how Joseph took this leap of faith to believe his wife and believe the angel and stay and do whatever he could. And we have no idea what happened to him, but he didn't care. Like, we know we hear Mary throughout the Bible and we see her name. Obviously, we see Jesus throughout the Bible. At a certain point, Joseph's just not talked about anymore. So maybe he died. Uh, maybe he just wasn't mentioned because he, didn't, he was just there and he didn't do anything. But it doesn't matter because in this moment, he trusted. And sometimes that's all you have to do. You have to take that leap of faith. You have to trust that you're worth it. You have to trust that you can do it. Because you're always braver than you think you are if you trust in him. You're always stronger than you think you are if you trust in him. You, you always have more power inside if you trust in him and you give those things to him. This does not mean you won't be anxious. It does not mean you won't be scared. Bravery does not exist without fear. Like you have to be scared in order to push through it. Uh, I am scared all of the time, not of things, but of talking and, and, and just of who I am and, and what's going to happen next and all of these different things. 
And it's not that I am this perfect example, but I do my best to trust in him. And I do my best to just stand up and do what I can to, to show him. And that's really all you can do. Ultimately, to show the Christmas spirit now and forever, you just do what you can to be the same all year, to love all year, to be peaceful all year, to be joyful all year, to look at Joseph and be like, okay, I can take faith for God. I can take a step here and I can take a step there. And you just go forward and forward and forward. And then that's how you arrive at whatever journey you're going towards is taking a step at a time and doing everything you can to learn from Joseph, to learn from Mary, to learn from Jesus ultimately, but to do your best to be uh, complete all year round, not just now, but to do your best to love God, to love others, and to be an example just like Jesus was an example and to trust in him. And that's all I got.